absolute power corrupts absolutely. everyone and welcome once again Sunday morning East Standard Time 10 a.m. on the East Coast I am JT aka the master and this is the master plan the number to call in is 347-637-3220 I say that again 347-637-3220 is a place to be if you want to talk to the master and that's JT and you know that's me all right people week 17 in um, fantasy, for those who are getting going to this championship in the 17th week of fantasy, and week 17 in the NFL. Now, as always on Sunday, I don't pick winners and losers of these matchups that I'm going to break down. We have no other games uh, except for Sunday. This is the last week for the NFL. Put up or shut up for some teams. Either you're in or you're out in the playoffs. Um, there's, there's going to be a lot of fantasy goodness today because there's a lot of teams that have something to play for. Hopefully you have those players on your team if you're into week 17. We got some real good matchups. And uh, I want to try to break them down to you. We're going to, this is only going to be an hour show. We're here for an hour. So if you're in it, call me. If you got a question, if you're into 17th week of your, and you made it this far, call me, and maybe I can help you get that win. More than likely, you got everything set. You may have some questions on who you should or should not play in, in, in certain situations. Hopefully, I can touch on that for you weather may pay play excuse me weather may pay a or make a difference today so we're definitely going to pay attention to the weather okay uh we got a full slate of games like i said 16 games and one hour to do it um if you want to get into the chat room you can also do that the chat room is open for your convenience and and, uh, we can uh, make that happen as long as you jump in there, we can do it for you. The other thing I want to say is, is this program note is that next week uh, the playoffs are going to start. Um, I'm not going to uh, get into any uh, fantasy stuff um, as in who you should pick. Uh, if you if you have some type of format that you uh, have in fantasy next week, what I'm going to do is uh, break down the fantasy positions that I predicted 
and see how close I came, see how far off I was, um, and uh, see uh, if I'm full of it or was um, Nostradamus and predicted the future correctly. Now, as all all pronosticators who try to predict what's going to happen in the future, I am not perfect, and I'll admit it. Uh, and I, I guess I saw some of my um, predictions fall flat on their face, and I'll be re- the first one to admit it. Some of them came came to fruition just like I had thought. We'll break the, break them down. Each position now. Next week, it's probably going to be an hour and a half show, maybe go to two hours, because I'm going to break down every position. So that means that with, with top 20, 25 in each, and perhaps uh, those that weren't in that top 20 or 25, I got to bring them out. So it's going to be a real long program, but I wanted to get it all next week. After the uh, full regular season is over with, and and do a self analysis in front of all of you of how I saw things happening uh, before the beginning of this past season. But uh, without further ado, we got uh, about fifty four minutes and sixteen teams with a bunch of players on each team to break down. The first one I'm going to go to is a very interesting matchup. The Jets, who are in need of a win, in, in need of a win, they're ten and five. Yes, the Jets are ten and five, uh, and uh, are going to Buffalo. And you know who's in Buffalo? Rex Ryan is waiting for his old team. If Jets lose, they're out. So Rex Ryan, ironically, controls the Jets' fate, even though he's not coaching them. Uh, ironically, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't write this um, any any better if you if you uh, 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 knew what 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 was to take what wasn't going to take place. You you couldn't write this any any better. So without further ado, let's let's jump into this matchup: the Jets versus the Buffalo Bills, and um, Buffalo going to be an overcast day. Temperature is going to be around in the um around 30 degrees and uh perfect football weather, typical weather in in Buffalo. Blau Powell is questionable um and is not he really expected to play because he's got an issue with his ankle. So all those uh people who've been riding Blau Powell for the last few weeks, especially in your playoffs, uh it ain't happening this week. Doesn't look like he he hadn't practiced all week, and he he won't even be a hundred percent even if he does play. So, just like when before Rex left the Jets, the last two seasons he was with the Jets. The um, back end of the 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 Rex's defense was their weakness, and just like that. That's the weakness of the Buffalo Bills. 26 against preventing fantasy points. Uh, 26, uh, 26 ranking in preventing fantasy points in the wide receiver position. 19th against the quarterback. Um, just about 
yeah, a little bit they're in top fifteen in in defending against the running back and the tight end. So what I'm saying is they can be passed on. They're a little difficult to run, to run against. They're going to be passed on. And guess what? We got two guys um, in uh, Eric Decker with 11 touchdowns up until this point, and Brandon Marshall with a total, a total of 12 touchdowns. And he's topped 100 yards in four of his last five games, even though he was only held to three catches for 23 yards by the Bills even though he did score at once, um, I see the Bills still having a problem with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's going back home. That's one of the many teams Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, uh, I mean, I coached, but played for. And I see Ryan Fitzpatrick. If you are looking for a quarterback, and I'm pretty sure – uh, Ron Fitzpatrick had been super hot, and he's a difference maker at in, at the quarterback for a team that uh, at one point had Geno Smith as the starting quarterback. And as fate would have it, uh, Geno Smith got his jaw broken. Up comes Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, he already ha- he already had twenty nine touchdowns. And I see him throwing for a couple more in here, and uh, um, coming short of um, 300 yards in this game. I, I, I really believe Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to show out a little bit, wants to prove a point. Uh, so Eric Decker and um, uh, Brandon Marshall should should uh, flourish uh, in the passing game because, like I said, in Buffalo, uh, defense is uh, – their weakness is uh, the um, defending against the pass. And believe it or not – Buffalo, without LaShawn McCoy, is going to have to run the ball, uh, and that's going to be tough against the the number two um, uh, defense preventing fantasy points against the running back position in the the, uh, New York football Jets. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, I don't think he's going to have too good a day here. The Jets' uh, pass rush and defense against the – uh, quarterback position is their number seven in preventing fantasy points in that, and the number fourteen. So the Jets, the Jets defense, as long as it shows up, is going to slow down the offense that much more in Buffalo. Uh, it's hard to me. It's hard for me to recommend. Rec- um, um, recommend anyone from the Buffalo Bills against a stingy defense. Uh Sammy Watkins, I don't think he I don't think he's going to do that well um with Tyrod Taylor uh throwing the football. I think they're they're the the combo of Carlos Williams and um Mike Gillisey uh Gillis Lee I should say um uh, it's probably the best option. And uh, you don't know who's going to have the best day uh, in, of those two. Tough to um, uh, recommend anybody from the Jets. I mean, from the Bills. All right, let's move on to another game. 
that because uh, we're going to get this all in in an hour. Patriots versus the Dolphins. The Patriots have to win uh, to um, uh, secure that number one position and 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 the uh, and the buy that goes with it. But the home field and number one, they want to they want to be able to keep that, uh, and they have to do it against the division rival. And the Dolphins have always given the Patriots uh, problems, uh, even though there's disarray in uh, Miami where this is being played, and there's also a lack of uh, options for Tom Brady. Julia Edelman is out. Danny Amendola is questionable uh, with a week of limited practices uh, because of knee strain. Uh, I, in my opinion, don't think that uh, um, Danny Amendola is going to play. I think he's going to rely on he being Tom Brady, which I think he'll be able to throw on this defense, um, who happens to be uh, rated 23rd against the quarterback, 30th against the running back, 24th against the wide receiver preventing fantasy points. So uh, in the running and passing game, Miami has has uh, um, <clears throat> uh, not been as stout as you would like them to be, quite naturally. So Tom Brady should be able to get his 250 and a couple touchdowns. I see the uh, main guy in this, besides Rob Gronkowski, which is a no-brainer, and and I recommend this guy in daily also, especially in DraftKings where they really uh, with the PPR uh, option in DraftKings, that uh, James White is going to be a really busy guy today. Really like the James White pick. Uh, and, and if you are fortunate enough uh, to have picked him up on a waiver wire or weeks back, um, you're reaping the rewards because he's he's an integral part of uh, Tom Brady's passing game, taking up the position of the uh, Danny Amendola, Julie Edelman, because the two options in Keyshawn Martin and um, Brandon LaFell haven't been as uh, reliable as they would like. So he has to go to a pass catching, <clears throat> excuse me, a pass catching uh, running back. Um, and, and that would be James White. So Rob Gronkowski is a no-brainer. Tom Brady in this matchup is a no-brainer to me. And the the, uh, uh, really guy I really like in here, I think he's going to, uh, I wouldn't say break out, but he's going to have a a, a very good uh, day, would be James White. And so I I really like James White in here. Going on the other side, now the, the Patriots have been pretty decent and uh, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, believe it or not, ninth in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback position, tenth uh, in the running back, eighteenth in the wide receiver, and fourth in a tight end. So, surprisingly enough, well, it's not surprising because the the sudden lack of um. Offensive options or limited offensive options the Patriots have. They had to, they've had to rely more on their defense over over the several weeks, and uh, the defense has come through. So, do I play Ryan Tannehill? I don't think so. Uh, in my opinion, uh, Lamar Miller is the play here in a running back position. I think he 
he can come come relatively cheap in um on daily games and also uh if you have him uh I would think he would be a good play here. Jarvis Landry is a PPR machine, especially in PPR. If you're playing in PPR, um then you know about Jarvis Landry and how effective he's been all all year at all year the whole season. And um Devontae Prom uh, excuse me. Devontae Parker, excuse me there. Um I do believe he's going to get even better. Uh, in 2016, it took him a while to come around. He scored twice uh, and managed to gain over 60 yards in all but one game um, since getting back on the field It's week 12. Uh, last week, um, he had a season best of 93 yards and four catches. Um, I can see him uh, – Hopefully not a sophomore jinx, but being comparable uh, and being a uh, uh, an option, just like the Jets have Eric Decker and um, Brandon Marshall, I can see this ha- happening in Miami with Jarvis Landry and Devontae Parker. Unfortunately, Rashad Matthews, who I liked earlier in the season, um, uh, hasn't been healthy of late, but that trio of, of uh, Matthews, Parker, and Landry are going to be a problem in 2016. Um, and I like them to uh, Jarvis Landry, in my opinion, is a RB1, excuse me, a wide receiver one this week. He's going to get targeted early and often. Uh, targets equal opportunities and opportunities I think he'll take advantage of. Uh, so I like Jarvis Landry as a wide receiver one. Um, Devontae Parker, a wide receiver three. In, this is in PPR now. And uh, a, a decent flex play because uh, I think he's going to um, uh, get uh, targeted also. Uh, maybe not as often quite naturally as uh, Jarvis Landry, but uh, against this Patriots defense, I think he can um, – put up uh, double-digit numbers. Let me put it that way. And quite naturally in Miami, I I mean, come on. Uh, It's supposed to be wet, drizzly, something like that, but the weather is going to be like 75, so it's going to be a wet 75 degrees. I think I can deal with that if I was in Miami uh, uh, and playing. All right, let's go to the next game on the uh, uh, agenda here. The... um, what I think is going to be a shootout. Uh, hopefully you got uh, some players that are on either one of these teams. I'm talking about the uh, New Orleans Saints visiting the uh, Atlanta Falcons. And uh, uh, I got to believe that Drew Brees, even though he's uh, dealing with a uh, plantar fascia uh, in his foot, he, he should have another big game in here. Uh, I would think uh, he'd be able to throw for uh, close to 300 yards again and, and a couple of touchdowns. Um, I, I do like now, I have to admit, the Atlanta Falcons um, are the best team in preventing fantasy points in the wide receiver position. They have some very good corners, uh, very good backside backside defense. But we're talking about – Brandon Cooks, Willie Sneed, um, and uh, 
Marcus Colson if he's healthy. And it doesn't look like Marcus Colson will be healthy. He's dealing with a chest injury. So it's Willie Sneed and Brandon Cooks, two quick guys um, that I, I see having uh, difficulty. But um, how can you not play Brandon Cooks and Willie Sneed? Now, these guys don't play well. On the road, but this is this is in a dome. This is not outside, so this is like ideal conditions, just like if they were inside of the um, Superdome in, in at in their home stadium. So I'm I'm thinking Brandon Cooks, who scored eight times in the last eight games, and. Uh, um, Willie Sneed, uh, who was held to 55 yards or four catches uh, the last time they played the Falcons at home, <clears throat> they're rolling a lot better. <clears throat> excuse me, they're rolling a lot better than they were, and playing a lot better than they were um, in the uh, at home. So I, I I'm thinking that they're going to be able. It's going to be difficult because they had one of the rank one of the best defenses against the against the wide receiver position. Ben Watson, excellent play here. Um he had ten catches for 127 yards and a touchdown the last time they played his Falcons Falcons at home. So um but he's been less productive recently but 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 he's played better defenses. But the Atlanta Falcons are eighth eighth preventing fantasy points against the quarterback position. 29th in the running back, first in the wide receiver, and 28th in the tight end position. So, if you're lucky enough to have Ben Watson or you're scrambling for a tight end for whatever reason, and Ben Watson, for whatever reason, is sitting on a waiver wire, which he shouldn't be, grab him. Uh, He's got one of the best matchups for a tight end this week going against the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, let's move on to the next. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Next matchup, which would be the Baltimore Ravens, who surprisingly beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are by, trying to stay in a, a playoff hunt, um, and uh, derail them a little bit. Um, and the Pittsburgh Steelers this week need to win and have some help um, in order to get in the playoffs. And that's the that's from their own fault that they didn't take care of business playing the Baltimore Ravens. But uh, digress, I'm going to say that the Ravens visiting the Bengals are not going to pull that magic off uh, uh, here. Um, Baltimore, again, they're going with Ryan Mallett. Um, that Mallett shows, if you've watched Mallett, the first time he played, uh, it was a surprise to teams and uh, when he played for the uh, Texans, and he played relatively well. Next game, not so well. I see this happening again. My, he, he he did himself a favor winning against the Steelers, um, where he, he threw for uh, almost about 275 yards and, and a touchdown, and he didn't have any turnovers. Well... 
back to reality, Ryan Mallett, because you're playing, you're not playing home in, in Baltimore. You're going up against your division rival, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are hungry to get back on the winning track after losing in Denver and are angry and they're going to take it out on you and the rest of your team. Do I play Javaris Allen in this? The Cincinnati Bengals are 16th in preventing fantasy points in a running back position. Number three against the quarterback. Number 12 against the wide receiver position. Which tells me the Baltimore Ravens are going to have a very difficult time moving the football and scoring points. Um, And with that vein, they have one really wide receiver that they target a lot, which is Kamir Aiken. Um, I would say he's probably a flex, a weak flex as that. that. I'm not a real Javoris Allen fan. I don't, I can't really can't suggest playing him uh, this week. Uh, even though he ran against Pittsburgh, who was a lot better against the run than um, Baltimore, or about the same on the same par as Baltimore. Uh, um, I mean, same par is about the um, not on the same par as uh, um, Cincinnati, but uh, I don't think he's going to be as successful. Um, maybe, maybe in the flex. If 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 you needed to play Devoris Allen because you don't have any other better options, uh, not a RB one definitely not, not a RB two definitely not. Um, flex position, yes, uh, you could play him because he's going to be involved in the passing game, and uh, um, really be limited with that Cincinnati defense uh, in the running game. So uh, Devoris Allen is a flex play at best. <clears throat> really can't uh, um, recommend anybody on that side. Baltimore is absolutely horrible against the pass. They're 30th in preventing fantasy points in, in against the wide receiver position, 21st in the same thing against the quarterback position. They got A.J. Green, excuse me, A.J. McCarron. And I think the only way that, uh, for the most part, the only way that the uh, Cincinnati Bengals are going to be able to move through the air. So I expect A.J. Green to have a huge day today. And I also expect Tyler Eifert to also have a huge day today. Um, uh, I, I really believe those two guys and A.J. McCarron um, against a defense that's really not that good, um, even though they showed up last week. And I know this is another division rival. But I'm thinking this. They, they had their high, I'm talking about Baltimore, and playing Pittsburgh and beating Pittsburgh. I think they come back down to earth playing Cincinnati in Cincinnati. <clears throat> and with that, the production in fantasy points drops also. Let's move on to the next game, which is um, before I mentioned Steelers need to win against the uh, go on the road and, and, and meet the Cleveland Browns, another division rival. They, they can't afford to lose. Cleveland's only won three games. They've only won three games. So the Pittsburgh Steelers defense uh, should uh, take advantage of the uh, offense of uh, Cleveland and the offense of Pittsburgh should wake up 
maybe a week too late, but wake up with Ben Roethlisberger, even though he doesn't play that well on the road. Uh, I think um, he'll pass for a couple touchdowns. That, and that will double the amount of touchdowns he's passed for on the road uh, over his last five road games. Because he's only pa- passed for two touchdowns in the last five road games. Um, so, But I'm thinking that in, in this matchup, uh, desperate times stand for desperate measures, and I think they're going to uh, absolutely ball out. Ben Roethlisberger throws for three bills, a couple touchdowns. D'Angelo Williams runs wild against a defense that's 27th against preventing fantasy points in the quarterback, 18th in doing the same thing against the running back, and 25th in, uh, against the wide receiver position. So what's that telling you? Quarterback, running back, wide receiver position, which uh, the um, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, have a decided advantage, should give you uh, absolutely uh, great fantasy points. I see D'Angelo Williams, D'Angelo Williams getting into the end zone and giving you absolute um, 18 fantasy points. I see that coming up. I see at least 18 fantasy points from D'Angelo Williams in PPR. In uh, Antonio Brown, PPR especially, he's going to get seven or eight catches, targeted a lot. Uh, he's going to get a Ben, ben um, uh, um He's going to get a um, 100 yards in this game with a touchdown. And Matavius Bryant, who is dealing with uh, some health issues, I see him uh, being able to um, play in this game. He had a full practice on Friday, so um, I don't see him having any any issues here. And um, these guys are going to ball out in this game, without a doubt. Um, It's put up or shut up. Like I said, it's put up or shut up time. And these guys are going to put up now. What's what's on the other end. What is going to take place? Uh, Johnny Manziel um, more than likely won't play. I think he's still in um, concussion protocol. Um, and, And I think Austin Davis is going to get the start. So what's that telling you? Uh, There's not going to be too much production in the passing game, even though Garen Barnage has been pretty much um, quarterback proof, whether uh, it's Josh McGowan, whether it's Johnny Manziel, uh, now Austin Davis. Uh, Gary Barnage has been the go-to guy uh, and the most reliable in fantasy uh, uh, on the Cleveland Browns. All right, let's move on to the uh, next one. And, and the, and the uh, weather there in, in, in Cleveland is going to be uh, low 30s and overcast. This time of year, uh, you're going to get uh, colder weather. Just hope for um, nothing wet like rain or or, or, or snow that go with that cold weather and um, – It, it uh, won't hurt uh, hurt the production of either of these teams. All right, let's move on to the next game on the agenda here. We're going to talk to this. My um, Houston Texans are hosting 
the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, an extremely dangerous team in the Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars, putting up astronomical fantasy numbers. Quarterback, wide receivers, the two Allens and Blake Bortles have been balling out. And, and, and uh, later in the season, once he got healthy, Julius Thomas uh, had joined the show. Uh, so against this, I see Blake Bortles throwing for 250. I think that's the only way they move the football consistently through the air. And the Houston Texans are eighth in preventing fantasy points in, uh, against the wide receiver position and 14th in the quarterback position and 14th in running back position. But I do like the two Allens to um, get a trip into the end zone. I'm saying this is going to be a tough matchup for the Houston Texans. Uh, division rival, and they know that they, I'm talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, if they beat the um, Texans, that they can push them out of the, give them a, a slimmer chance of getting into the playoffs, which uh, they would more than like to do. So I'm thinking that two Allen Hearns get about four or five catches, somewhere around there, uh, six catches, uh, 40 to 50 yards, and a trip into the end zone. Both these guys are wide, uh, wide receiver one. Um, uh, potential for uh, Robinson today and two and uh, a flex in Hearns also today. Julius Thomas is a decent play in a tight end position. Uh, I wouldn't guarantee or, or, or say that he's going to get any um, double digit here. But uh, if you're looking for a tight end with uh, upside, Julius Thomas in this uh, matchup could be your choice. Uh, on the other side of the I'm playing these guys in daily. Brian Hoyer, coming back from a concussion, seems to always find his favorite target in DeAndre Hopkins, who's absolutely balling out. Out. He's balling out. He scored uh, 11 times and broke 100 yards in six different um, games. Um, but he's been less productive since week one with only two scores and 100-yard game over the last five weeks. He's getting his quarterback back. Uh, I know teams are keying on him. Jacksonville is uh, 29th in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback position, 27th in the running back, and 16th in the wide receiver, and 27th in the tight end preventing fantasy points. Their stronger suit and it's really mid-pack, is preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver position. But uh, the Houston Texans, for all intents and purposes, is not a running team. Um, and, uh, I know Bill, Bill uh, O'Brien would like to, for it to be a running team, but he does not have the horses. Alfred Blue, Chris Polk are running back by committee. You never know who's going to get the best of the um touches and yardage, and maybe a fit tipper into the end zone. This is more of a passing team than it is a running team. Uh, I know he wants balance, but it's not like that. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is a strong play for me here against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And if you're looking for a cheap quarterback in fantasy and daily, this is the one for you. And one of them is in Brian Hoyer. All right, let's move on. And quite naturally in this matchup, the uh, temperature is going to be uh, 54 and mostly cloudy. Now, that's great weather, and, and you can always close it and, and, and close it up in the dome and uh, play that like that. But let's move on to a dome game. 
which really doesn't have too many relevant. Well, it does have relevance because uh, if one team wins, they, 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 there's a lot of scenarios that have to take place in order for them to be able to uh, get the uh, um, get the division uh, uh, win, get the division um, crown, I should say, and that's the Titans versus the Indianapolis Colts. Um, this is a tale of backups on backups on backups. Indianapolis um, pulled in two quarterbacks because uh, they're Matt Matt Hasselback and um, um, Charlie Whitehurst. Matt Hasselback dealing with a grade one sprain in his throwing shoulder. Andrew Luck is out, hasn't been cleared yet, and Charlie Whitehurst. Uh, is on in- injury reserve with a hamstring injury, so they they uh, signed um, Ryan Lindley, believe it or not, and they and they signed um, um, Josh Freeman, and it looks like maybe Josh Freeman is going to play. Only play I like here, I think they're going to rely heavily on the uh, running game, and that's Frank Gore, um, Andre Johnson, Dante Moncrief, or T.Y. Hilton, with a quarterback that's not into the system. That doesn't know the system. Um, um, I can't. I can't recommend anybody other than Frank Gore on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, on the Titans, um, Delaney Walker uh, seems like the a, a solid play here. Uh, Dorian Green Beckham is getting targeted a lot because of uh, Kendall um, Wright is uh, is dealing with an MCL injury. So uh, Delaney Walker uh, in a tight end position, he's definitely not on waiver wire. So you 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 are um, really solid in in using um, um, Delaney Walker, and Dorian Green Beckham is a Wide receiver three flex flex play if you want to play him. Uh, um, tough. That's this, this matchup's tough on fantasy uh, on options, uh, and, and I don't recommend really uh, other than Delaney Walker and maybe Frank Gore as options. Uh, let's move on to um, the. Uh, Redskins and the. Um, Dallas Cowboys, uh, the um, the uh, uh, Washington Redskins have um, won the um, NFC East. Matt Jones is listed as doubtful. Uh, he's not expected to play. Deshaun Jackson is, is questionable. And if he does play, he probably won't play that much. Uh, and Kirk Cousins and uh, Jordan Reed also may be rested just, you know, so that they're fresh uh going into the um first round of the playoffs. So what's that so what's that tell you? Uh they're probably gonna rely on the run game a lot uh and uh not be throwing the football that much uh because and and probably putting backups in to uh play in this game. So I can't really recommend uh there's too much of a chance for this if uh, uh, you're going to be playing any of these guys, maybe Alfred Morris. I, I can see Alfred Morris probably playing. They need somebody to run the football, and uh, Alfred Morris is the 
seemed like the only healthy guy to do it. And maybe uh, a sneaky play here it be, could be Pierre Thomas. Um, he caught seven balls for 67 yards last week. So he could be a sneaky play here. I can't recommend any of the other guys because you don't know how much more they're going to play. On the other side, we're dealing with Kellen Moore as the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, quite naturally, Jason Witten's still playing here. Darren McFadden, they're probably going to try to run the football quite a bit. And um, against the uh, Washington Redskins, who are 19th, preventing fantasy points in the running back position, uh, Darren McFadden's a definitely good play here. Um, I'm not a real big Cole Beasley fan, but uh, there's only a couple of options other than Jason Witten and, and I'm talking about wide receivers that Kellen Moore has to throw to. Cole, uh, uh, Cole Beasley is one of them. Terrence Williams is another one. And Bryce Butler is the other one. Uh, I'm not too high on Bryce Butler, uh, Cole Be- Beasley, and Terrence Williams. Um, can't I can't really recommend either one of them because uh, – uh, it just at this point in time, uh, you, 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 you're you're shooting darts to a wall, to, to a wall, and and if you don't hit it, um, you're going to lose, and you're going to get minimal points in your fan, that fantasy position, and you don't want that going into this uh, the last week of fantasy and your championship. And let's move on to the next game. We're going through these pretty quick. We got uh, seven, seven, eight games left, uh, give or take. Eagles and the Giants. Fantasy, a lot of fantasy goodness in here. Um, one, one, one uh, coach has already been canned, and Chip Kelly looks like Tom Coughlin from the uh, New York Giants may be, may resign uh, sometime next week. And both these teams will be looking for two two new head coaches. Um, what what are you going to get out of these two teams? Uh, as an effort, well, you would have to think that these guys are auditioning for the next head coach. So they, they better give it their all because uh, um, eyes will be looking at them. Uh, what do I see for Sam Bradford? Um, he's going up against a defense and the Giants are 30th, 26th, and 29th, and 31st in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position. Absolutely one of the worst defenses in, in the NFL. Um, in my opinion, Sam Bradford is a sneaky play in, in uh, daily uh, because the fact is, even though he's on the road, um, this defense is, I'm talking about the giant defense, is absolutely horrible, and I think it can be exploited. Uh, do I like DeMarco Murray? Well, Pat Shermer is the uh, head coach now, the interim head coach, and I think uh, – um, He's going to uh, use DeMarco Murray as he should have been used early in the season and, and give him the football and let him do his thing. Uh, I don't know if he, they're going to uh, incorporate um, Ryan Matthews and Darren Sproles that much into, into, into the equation. I think the main crux, this is a guy – that they pay the most money to in a running back position and they haven't used him effectively and, and, and often. I think they give him the ball, especially against a giant team that can be gassed in the run game. 20, there's 26th in providing fantasy points in the running back position. Give him the ball, let him do his thing. 
He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can run it. Um, I think that's that's what happens here. I like Jordan Matthews in this also. Uh, I think he Jordan Matthews gets a nice splash play, uh, gets a trip into the end zone. The Giants can be exploited on that. And I also like Zach Ertz. Giants are one of the worst teams, like I documented, 31st in preventing fantasy points in the tight end position. They are absolutely horrible on defense. Absolutely horrible on defense. And if I was to play uh, or pick a winner between the Giants and the Eagles, I would pick the Eagles. Listen to what I'm saying. I would pick the Eagles beating the Giants the last game of the season between these two. All right. Let's move on to to, uh, the Giants. Odell Beckham's coming back from a one-game suspension. I expect him to ball out here, prove a point to all the naysayers and and all the negative um, um, talk that's been um, brought about from what he he pulled off a few weeks ago, and and I expect him to ball out. Uh, So I'm saying that uh, Odell Beckham gets his 100 and something yards and gets his couple touchdowns, and and, uh, um, Eli gets his – damn near 300 yards passing and and, uh, a couple touchdowns at least to uh, Odell Beckham Jr. And I also like the the kicker in both kickers in here. The reason I like both these kickers in here because both these defenses are not good. Um, Philly is 31st, 25th, 31st in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver position. That's why I'm saying this is going to be a shootout, and the kickers are also going to be involved in this because both teams are going to be able to move the football. Even though they may not get into the end zone, they'll be getting in field goal position to be able to kick field goals in this. So I like both field goal kickers also in here. All right, let's move on to the next uh, game on the uh, on, in line here. Uh, the next one o'clock game is the uh, Lions versus the Bears, two, two division rivals, two teams not going anywhere. Um, and uh, is this the last game for Jim Caldwell as the coach for the Detroit Lions? Who knows? Um, who, who wins this? I'm not here to pick winners and losers. I'm just here to pick uh, um, the fantasy relevance. I like uh, Calvin Johnson and Golden Tate and Eric Ebron in this, uh, along with Matthew Stafford. Um, uh, Chicago is 24th, 21st, 6th, and 12th in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and the tight end in that order. so I do like the uh, quarterback, um, Matthew Stafford, to be able to exploit the uh, Chicago defense. And uh, um, also, uh, let's go to the sh- Chicago. Not a, a, a Jay Cutler fan, and I don't think he, even though Detroit's 22nd in preventing fantasy points against the um, quarterback position 15th in running back 17th in wide receiver and 29th in tight end I do like <clears throat> Zach doesn't look like uh, uh, Alshon Jeffrey is playing he's on the IR 
you know, they have very limited um, wide receiver options. They're going to mainly rely on their running backs and Matt Forte and Jeremy Lankford. They're going to be involved in the, in the passing game also. Um, tell you the truth, Jay Cutler is dealing with a a limited uh, or, or short deck, I should say, and uh, um, can't see um, Chicago um, putting up any decent fantasy numbers other than the running running back positions here. Um, if you have either Matt Forte or J- Jeremy Langford, I would definitely play them in a flex. Uh, Forte was limited all week in questionable play, but since he may not be there next year, all he can do is play at least limited role or more. Um, so you have to monitor who's going to play here, but it doesn't look like there's too many options in Chicago that are going to be playing this week that you want to play in your fantasy matchup. All right, let's move on to another. And now we're going to the 4 o'clock games. And the first one on the, on the agenda is the once-defeated Panthers hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and uh, uh, Jonathan Stewart is out. Ted Ginn is doubtful and is not expected to play. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I don't like Jameis Winston in this environment going to, to um, um, Carolina. And I don't think he's going to be that effective. I may throw for a touchdown, but I would not use him uh, in any of the fantasy matchups this week. I think uh, they rely more, they rely heavily on their run game. Uh, Doug Martin, um, Lovey Smith says he wants to try to get uh, Doug Martin the rushing title. Uh, I think he's 60 something yards behind Adrian Peterson. So I think they're going to try to run the ball early and often here. Uh, Charles Sims gets involved in the um, um, passing game uh, coming out of the backfield. uh, And uh, I can't give you any other position that I would want to play from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers other than Connor Barth, who's a reliable kicker and and be able to give you some decent fantasy points out of the kicker position. Um, Quite naturally, on the other side, I'd love Cam Newton in this matchup. Uh, I think he runs for a touchdown, throws for a couple more. Uh, Cameron Artis Payne. Now, believe it or not, uh, Tampa Bay is um, top 15 in preventing fantasy points against the running back position, middle of the pack, in, uh, doing that against the quarterback, and uh, a 23rd um, uh, in preventing fantasy points in the wide receiver position. So, was, And then 17th in the tight end. The reason I mentioned the tight end because the main target for Cam Newton is – Greg Olson. Greg Olson's been balling out every week, and I don't expect anything different from here. I like Greg Olson in this matchup. Uh, like I said, Ted Ginn's not going to play. So um, is it Devin, Devin Funches or is it Jericho Cotri? Who knows in, in the wide receiver position, and you can't take that chance um, in picking one of these guys because uh, uh, it's, a toss, it's a toss-up. So the only guys I really like is Cam Newton. Um, Big Olson, and, uh, and and that's about it. That's about it. Very, that's reliable enough for me. Let's move on to the next four o'clock game, which happens to be the uh, um, old AFL ri- rival, the uh, Oakland Raiders versus the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City, thirty-four and clear um, in Kansas City. Um, 
this may be the last, well, this is going to be the last game for Charles Woodson uh, in his NFL career. Does he go out on a high note against the Kansas City Chiefs or the Kansas City Chiefs had Oakland another loss? Oakland is four and three on the road. And if they win this, they'll be at 500 uh, for the season. The Chiefs are five and two at home on a uh, crazy win streak. I think it's a six game, six or seven game win streak. Um, and uh, uh, Roland, uh, I don't expect Alex Smith to put up big numbers here. I think they rely on their um, pass uh, running game. Uh, Chikandrick West, um, I think he gets into tripping to the end zone. He's a great play, in my opinion, here against the uh, Oakland defense. That's 22nd in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. They're mid-pack and, 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 and uh, preventing fantasy points against the quarterback and, and wide receiver position. And the Kansas and the Oakland Raiders are just like the Giants, bottom tier, thirtieth in preventing fantasy points against the tight end position. So, do I like Travis Kelsey? Hell yeah. Do I like uh, Jeremy Macklin? Hell yeah. Um, I think both of these guys are going to uh, um, uh, ball out. Jeremy Macklin, in my opinion, is a great play this today, especially in that daily. Um, but I don't like Alex Smith because I don't think he's going to do a whole hell of a lot against this Oakland defense. How do I like the Oakland Raiders? Well, the Kansas City Chiefs are 11th, 4th, 28th, and 1st in preventing fantasy points against the tight end. I mean, preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, and and um, wide receiver position. Hold on. And um, so who do I like uh, from the Oakland Raiders? I like the uh, um, Amari Cooper, if he's healthy, and I also like uh, uh, Michael Crapshie. Um, I like both these guys. I think they're going to be able to ball out. Kansas City weakness is the uh, wide receiver position. So um, uh, I like that. Latavius Murray is going to have a tough road to hoe against the defense that's very stout against the run. Um, so the only guys options I really like in here is uh, Mari Cooper and Michael Crabtree, I think is going to get the best of the matchup. All right. All right. Let's move on to the chargers against the Broncos. Another AFL, uh, old AFL rivalry now into the AFC Denver needs this when Brad badly, uh, to, um, stay, stay, uh, on top of the division. And um, and and win the win the division really, and uh, um, San Diego is in disarray, uh, to tell you the truth, and uh, it's it's tough here for me to pick anybody other than Antonio Gates, um, and maybe Danny Woodhead on San Diego Chargers. Um, Denver is. Top-rated defense, they're first, 11th, and second in preventing fantasy points um, in its quarterback, running back, and wide receiver position. I can't recommend them at all. Other, on the other side, Denver. Do I? Do you want to play Brock Osweiler? No. C.J. Anderson. I, I really love in this matchup. I think he uh, uh, he scored last week when he ran for 73 yards and nine carries versus the Bengals. 
He's he's just he's got only four touchdowns on the year, and never was allowed more than 15 carries in any game. Anderson only ran for 42 yards and seven carries in San Diego. Um, I like C.J. Anderson more than I like um, uh, Ronnie Hillman here, but I think they're both going to get an equal amount of touches. Um, but I think C.J. Anderson will be the more productive one of the two. Um, I like Emmanuel Sanders in here also and Demarius Thomas. I, I think that the San Diego Chargers, they're number five in preventing fantasy points in, against the wide receiver position. That's their best um, um, position in, 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 on defense and preventing fantasy points. But I think uh, um, those two wide receivers can get the best of them with uh, Brock Osweiler throwing the football to them. Uh, the temperature and the weather in Denver is going to be 41 and clear. And we have about two minutes and three games to go. Uh, Seattle and, and and the Cardinals is next up on it in, in, uh, in um, Arizona. And um, who do I like to hear? This is two two stout defenses against uh, a, a hot two two um, hot quarterbacks in Russell Wilson. Um, I can I only see him throwing for maybe a touchdown in here. Not doing too much in a in a run game here. Um, Remember that the Arizona Cardinals beat the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle the last time they faced each other. Now it's in Arizona. Only option that I can see that I really like here is a Doug Baldwin catching the football uh, from uh, Russell Wilson and and, um, and then the Quentin naturally, like I always say, that if it get an offense that moves the football and gets stalled, you got to have a reliable kicker, and Stephen Hoshka is one of those that will be able to move the football. On the other side, I absolutely love, even to get, though against this uh, defense, maybe maybe tough in the number three and two, in preventing fantasy points against a wide receiver and quarterback position. Talking about Seattle, I like the passing game of uh, the uh, Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. And um, I think Larry Fitzgerald and John Brown get a visit into the end zone. Michael Floyd is uh, questionable. Um, it looks like he may play, but I don't know how effective he's going to be. He he didn't he missed all practice until Friday, and he was limited that day. Uh, so he's not a lock to play. Um, but I do like David Johnson. I know that the running back position is one of the strongest suits that the Seattle Seahawks have on defense, but I like David Johnson. He can catch big back, um, a big back, and I think Seattle has trouble with big backs, and David Johnson is a big back that can also catch the ball out of the backfield. All right, let's move on to the next game on the agenda here, uh, and that would be the Rams versus the 49ers. Uh, it's supposed to be 56 in Drizzly in San Francisco. Um, who do I pick? Uh, Todd Gurley more than likely won't play in this game. Uh, he's dealing with some foot issues, uh, from what I understand. Uh, he's doubtful, and he's like I said, it's expected not to play. Uh, then that would be the Trey Mason show here. Uh, and Trey Mason can be um, uh, um, San Francisco can be run on. Um, they are uh, 32nd. They're the worst team in preventing fantasy points in the running back position. Uh, 21st in wide receiver and 16th in the quarterback. 
So I would think that the uh, St. Louis Rams are going to be re- be running the football early and often with Trey Mason and then take shots down the field with Tavon Austin and Kenny Britt. Uh, so I would say that Trey Mason is a very sneaky play, extremely sneaky play in daily. You get him on the cheap, you can get him on the cheap, and if Todd Gurley isn't going to play, then you know Trey Mason along with um, um, the other back. I'm trying to think of his name. is I can't – for the life of me, I can't think of the other back. Uh, are going to get some play, but I like Trey Mason a lot in this game. So, um, and on the other side, who do I like uh, in the San Francisco 49ers? One name, two names, really. Uh, one more than, than the other, uh, Anquan Bolden. Blaine Gabbert's got to throw to somebody. So Anquan Bolden is that guy uh, in PPR. He, he should get a lot of targets, equal opportunities, meaning that he should get double digits. So I would say he's a definite flex play and absolutely a wide receiver three. In, in all formats. Um, and, and then Vance McDonald, I, I think he's going to get some nice uh, play in the middle of the field. Uh, Blaine Gabbert likes throwing Vance McDonald. All right. I think uh, we're going to go to, let me see, one more game. That's a night game. Very important game, the Vikings versus the uh, Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Um, Adrian Peterson was held out of practices on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, he's listed as probable. He's expected to play. Quite naturally, if he plays, you, you, there's no two ways about it. You play the uh, rushing leader right as we speak right now because uh, I think he's going to be able to run the football on the Green Bay defense that even though they're ninth in running, r- rushing, uh, um, preventing re- fantasy points against the running back position can be run on. Um, Green Bay is 15th, uh, preventing fantasy points in the quarterback position and Ninth in the wide receiver position. I still like uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph because that's one of uh, um, Green Bay's weaknesses is uh, preventing fantasy points against the tight end position. And what to do, and this is ironic because um, last but not least we talk about is the Green Bay Packers and what to do with Aaron Rodgers, Eddie Lacy, James Starks, Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, James Jones, Richard Rodgers. What to do well they're playing at home 25 and mostly cloudy it's a night game okay the green bay packers have been vulnerable at home to say the least it's going to be a tight game i think it's going to be some points scored on both sides of the ball I think Aaron Rodgers throws for about 250 yards, throws for a couple touchdowns. But who does he throw to? Does he throw to James Jones? That's one of his most reliable targets in throwing touchdown passes. Does he throw to Richard Rodgers? Um, Minnesota is 15th in preventing fantasy points against the uh, tight end position. That's mid-pack. Does he throw to Randall Cobb, who's had trouble getting open? Um, I think Randall Carp gets targeted early and often and uh, gets you double digits. I don't think he gets into the end zone. I really don't think Randall Cobb gets into the end zone. Uh, James Jones is, is a more of a uh, higher percentage to get into the end zone than, than um, 
uh, uh, Randall Cobb. So he, if you're looking for a wide receiver, looking for a flex position, and you and with some upside, James Jones, he, higher percentage to get into the end zone versus um, Randall Cobb or Devontae Adams. Eddie Lacy, how can you trust Eddie Lacy? Your proje- projections always give him a touchdown, 70, 80 yards, but how can you trust Eddie Lacy? One week he gives you 15, 18 fantasy points. The next week he gives you two, two to four. You can't trust that. It's too inconsistent, and this is your last week in fantasy for your championship. Don't play Eddie Lacy. I'm, it may shoot me in the foot, but I can't, I can't, you can't trust him. Um, and, and, and I wouldn't play him. All right, that wraps it up for week 17. Good luck in your um, uh, championship. And uh, uh, tune in next week, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where, like I said, I'm going to go in a year review of all the positions that I predicted um, before the season started. I am JT, a.k.a. The Master, and in parting, do this. <laughs>